Oh, I feel it. like I, I believe I can also send out these invites as well now. So I, I've, I'm, I'm a corporate bitch again. We knew you always had it in you, buddy. I know. Just like, okay, just like yeah. the rest of us. One of just, us. One just of in, us. in case your your church is wondering, like, I see a bunch of recurring meetings in your in your calendar, Thomas, called hosers. Yeah. Um, can you explain that to me and the big guy? No, it's just Thomas Williams meeting or whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I did. Like I'm not labeling it. <laughs> this is a reoccurring meeting between um it's it's basically like a pre-meeting for mass yeah that's the, that's the yeah. gist of it yeah. we got a couple of weird hits off the two ip addresses you've been talking to <laughs> oh my god i love it yo carter the Leafs just signed university of toronto a backup goaltender uh alex oh, wow. bishop for holy uh, shit the game tonight against the senators <laughs> they're yeah. really they're really trying everything out huh well, they have no goalies. Yeah, that's crazy. Is, neither does neither does, Phil, neither does Philadelphia. So okay, <laughs> okay. Carter no, Hart I, still. I, so I had to, with, I had to like, take uh, the shot after the game last. I do, I do love like Leaf fans' renewed sense of optimism, where they're like, "Yeah, like we've got Morazic. What do we need Anderson for? We've got Morazic." And of course, he gets a <laughs> fucking groin injury forty minutes into the game. You know, right? Just, it's so. Absolutely, it's like, and it's like his re- reoccurring injury too. Yeah, like his knees and groin are <laughs> fucked. Like he can miss like yeah. half the season just like like that. Well, and I think CJ said it was going to be like a long term thing now. So, man, I don't fucking know. But yo, um, how do you guys feel about the cold open to the podcast? No intros. Don't worry about what episode it's on. I don't care, and neither do you. Yeah, Let's sure. just be real with one another. You know Let's what? It, if we uh, yeah, if, if they're listening this far they'll have to wait for later in the episode <laughs> to find out what episode we're in. Yeah. You, oh, 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 oh you, that's cute, Carter. You think that for a split second, I know what episode we're on and I don't just look at the Hockey Wilderness feed to see what episode we're on? <laughs> we haven't posted oh, one in Chris, a while. Chris so. can't, can't keep a hold of sequential episodes, but if you ask it's him, true. like, who played for the Syracuse Crunch in 2001 on the third D pairing, he's like, oh, actually... <laughs> Uh, he knows Andre his number Seuss, where Andre he was. Seuster. Interesting. <laughs> he knows his number where he was born. What his mom's favorite color is. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's funny? Uh, he's back in the league. Funny enough, I, he didn't. He did play for the Crunch, but he didn't play for the Crunch in 2001. Just for the record. On the third uh, but, D pairing. <laughs> well, yeah, no, he, but he is a he is a third D man, third pairing D man rather. Oh, who is? Where is he? Fuck. He's I didn't expect Tampa. that to. I didn't expect that he's to actually go. Still this with Tampa? Team. <laughs> he's been with Tampa forever. No, he left. He went to Europe for a couple of years, and now he's back. He's only thirty. What the fuck is? That? Yeah, he's a six foot seven king, bro. Like he's gonna find his way back. <laughs> Jeez, come on, that's man. a good. Uh, oh, geez. Who who sings that song? Four years strong. <laughs> find my way back, or I don't uh, know. Yeah, I literally just just heard it the other Yo. day. Speaking of four years strong, and they're not in the game, but um, I got NHL 22 the other day, mm-hmm. and? and the music is probably the best it's been in years. Oh, wow. Let me just say that. Because yeah, I was they've... going to ask you how much you got your PS5 for, because I'm in the market, and they are fucked. Yo, you should have so, told me. Man, you should have told me. I have a PS... I 
had a PS5 code for NHL 22 from BSH because they sent us a couple copies. No, 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 like the oh console my God, itself. Thomas, no, I, no, I know, but but Chris, you should like, I literally got it yesterday, but someone took it already. But um, oh they were asking like, who wants and you didn't PS5? And I didn't, I didn't know with... you had a PS5. Yeah, well, so no, we traded in our PS4. Uh, well, sorry, we didn't trade it in. We sold the PS4. We had a PS4 Pro. And we right. sold that and we only paid like a hundred bucks for the PlayStation five. So, um, yeah, we got it for like one another is like an anniversary gift type dealio thing. So it all worked out pretty well, mm-hmm. but, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, PS five is pretty cool. Um, the controller like, they're like 1500 yeah. bucks. Like yeah, I don't want to No, I'm, I'm going to stick to like, they're not that where do i get them then because i know all i can find is it's sorry, just people ahead. flipping it's just people flipping them yeah. that's all sorry go ahead thomas oh i was just gonna say that um i'm gonna stick to playing really shitty versions of 2k and fifa on my switch uh yeah. <laughs> but so see, bad. it wouldn't but I, it like wouldn't we don't have anywhere they... to set it up though like for yeah ps5 fair enough i think they're like going to they're probably going to launch a like more ea games and stuff on uh on uh switch at some point anyway like so one of my like favorite hockey games of all time was nhl or was it two 2008 or 2009 because yeah. you could get it you could get it on the psp yeah which oh, is, is that the one with nasland on the front no, no it's, it's the one uh, with o- it's the one with ob on the front oh yeah yeah 10 was kane and taves right or 30 yeah. Yeah. One was Kane, yeah, one was Caves. Yeah. So it's uh it's pretty good. It's um well and then remember they had Kane twice or they had Kane and Taves on one of the co- on one of the That's, covers yeah. because I think that was 10 Kane or 11. Might have been. I think it was more current than that. It was them holding it was them holding up the cup. So I think it was 11 because then they won the Yeah, could have been could have been 11. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Upstairs. Go. What's upstairs? Um, I'm just sending the dog back upstairs. I'm gonna go <laughs> out. <laughs> so the soundtrack. Um, um, do you think I've heard that it was just like because there's a lot of songs and you don't hear the same songs like a billion times? Well, I think that's definitely part of it. And so this this comes up because Julian McKenzie from the Athletic mm-hmm. wrote an article about, um, and and <laughs> this is gonna sound so bad. I haven't read the full thing yet. Um, so maybe it goes like in a different direction than what I believe it to go in. But um, I just, can you guys still hear me? Okay. I just dropped my Wi-Fi signal. Can you guys still hear me? All right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Beauty. Um, but essentially they, uh, he wrote an article about like the games and like interviewed some of the bands and things like that. And so it's, it's interesting because, like, you know, we all have, like, this kinship, obviously, to hockey. But I think what's maybe understated sometimes is that how EA, um, you know, given that they're in Canada, you know, among other things, they really put a lot of Canadian bands, yeah. not necessarily on the map, but put them in a place where they could be successful because, you know, arguably, um, and I mean, I don't know the math on this, Thomas, please fact check me, but like I would imagine uh, EA Sports NHL games, like obviously their biggest demo is in Canada and the US, 
but I would say just like given that they can put um you know Canadian artists on the map a little bit they can in some cases bring different types of music uh, into the fold for for some people's like first time listening to like you know gob or some 41 or you know what i mean yeah. introduce them to different genres i just think it's it it's like it's bringing oh you dropped there. about like oh you know oh he's about, sorry he's probably getting gas there timmy's yeah there we go i am getting both of those things how did you know <laughs> yeah this is very classic this is uh this, we're trying something new with the like, soft intro and then we're hitting it right this... back to a classic with Chris getting gas and Timmy's. Oh my God. <laughs> all, all of that to say, all of that to say, and it's taken me like, uh, I'm like that kid who's like, have you ever had a dream that you could, that's been my last little. And then that, that, and, and can you, and, 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 and all, all, all that you think you can yeah all that you think you can ea sports nhl soundtracks <laughs> anyways what did you, what did you guys think of that like did it have an influence on on your taste growing up or what oh, 100%. was that like for you guys like and it's also like like to your question yes 100 percent. and it's all it's all like it's very reminiscent of games like like that like tony hawk and i believe we spoke about it before but like all those like all those like games growing up that kind of like it was really for me like I only really played Tony Hawk or or like hockey games and that was huge into my music like Tony Hawk and EA Sports like well Tony Hawk introduced me to like Rage Against the Machine like that was the first time I like had ever ventured it on them on my own and then then EA Sports um just so you know that uh, my internet cut out pretty much right when Carter was talking about uh, the EA Sports soundtrack. Um, yeah, it's it's Hoser's lore that uh, my internet is shit anyways. So it was kind of just added to our little return and little season uh, if people are joining us for the first time. But uh, yeah, it's a little taste of what is uh, has uh, happened through our last uh, 93 episodes. So um, yeah. So we'll talk. We'll start just at a random spot. I think we mentioned the EA Sports thing again, and talk about music and video games and sports and Tony Hawk and stuff. But uh, yeah. So sorry, this is going on too long. Um, yeah, this will pick up later. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Holy shit, Thomas! Yeah, we need to get we need to get you a new phone. Just one hearing one call from you on that iPhone four was fucking. Awesome. It sounds yeah. like you were ye- yelling at us through a one of those like meter stick cardboard tubes. I think. Well, I think actually, my sister. So I had Thanksgiving at my um my grandparents um last weekend. And I think my sister mentioned like immediately saw my phone and was like what the fuck is that <laughs> just like and then she was like i swear i think we have like something lying around so they're looking or something but i love it you're the only you're the only grown man i know that like has a journey to getting new phones <laughs> like it's normally it's like yeah that. my phone broke so i got a new one and thomas <laughs> is like so i i awoke the morning of 16 october okay. There's a there's a fresh a, there's dew a, on the lawn. Fresh dew on the lawn. There was a, yeah. a subtle fog rolling in over the Oshawa Bay. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's a bay at Oshawa, but uh, or, yeah, there's, a, there's a like the, the shoreline like, or whatever. 
It's man-made because like they that? put a factory on it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> and I think there the was lane. a bay in the Oshawa Center at one point, so maybe you mean the retail store. Yeah, there you yeah go. There, there's a slight a fog, fog coming in over Spirit Halloween where the <laughs> Sears used to be. <laughs> it's from the vape store next to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the store called Can I Jewel? Um, and yes, you can. The answer is yes. Yes, you can. Um, so, Thomas, we were just talking about... Uh, how you were like maybe having this like you know stance around ea sports being like you know there's no jazz there's no uh colgate hour jazz you know so um we did slander you for a few seconds before the recording um you know it's off the record it's fine it's off the record yeah it's fine i told you that in confidence yeah um so everybody's thanksgiving was good yeah yeah that's pretty chill just we uh, we awesome. did the two family one like we did one and went to the other right oh nice so i, I had you... two dinners I, I stepped back to my my old self and had two dinners oh love that for you um <laughs> still still vegan after this weekend or yeah yeah it's uh i gotta fucking, ask it's hard at thanksgiving that's crazy yeah. like it's... i know i can't imagine that shit man Oh, yeah, it's, it's not it's not like it's tempting, but it's just like everyone like kind of cooks Thanksgiving kind of like a hot pot, like everything's in with everything. So you have to be like super mm-hmm. careful what you're eating, right? That's yeah. true. Yeah, my what sister makes this like uh so I just went to my grandparents' apartment in North Toronto. Um nice. and yeah, I got to see everyone for the first time in a while, actually. Um oh, nice. probably well, a while might be like four months or whatever, but um since the summer but uh yeah it was good it was chill um i was just gonna say my sister's vegetarian so she makes this like lentil loaf so good it's it's good yeah so good. and like we didn't have stuffing so i just had that <laughs> as my stuffing and just put yeah. gravy on it and shit no it's um, amazing but yeah lentil so, loaf is bomb yeah, yeah i had uh two dinners but back to back um yeah in the same was... sit- seating so it was fucking hard um yeah I like rolled out, but um, yeah, it was and I, it was... I cried myself to sleep after the two days. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> so my, so it's so funny. Cause my family's pretty small. Yeah. Like, it's just like basically my, me and my siblings. That's like it. Cause I don't have any cousins or whatever, but um, like after my parents left, my grandparents mm-hmm. proceeded to like, just talk shit for like two hours. <laughs> just like, love it. <laughs> just like, I don't know just uh yeah it was so they like just opened up and had random conversations about their like time in England and shit um, oh, cool. oh I thought they were like funny. shit talking people you knew they were like oh yeah well, some Carter. some yeah you know Carter yeah. like yeah right, you know Carter. Right. yeah yeah um, Emily gone again this weekend good <laughs> no. Emily was oh, there oh my god yeah no, <laughs> it would have been um, funny if they were saying that and she was there and they just like maybe like didn't recognize her or realize that it was your wife that was there yeah they like took the meal from her at the door and like thanks <laughs> thanks and then it's like oh thanks uh no but it's good it. like it was it was pretty relaxed because everyone like if we basically did a potluck like everyone was in charge of different things and just brought oh, it cool. hot. so it was a lot easier on everyone to like not stress about um yeah like everything all at one place yeah. Yeah. It was chill. It was honestly like a good little setup. And then we uh and we do our Christmas like gift roulette or whatever. Cause now we just own 
instead of like buying everyone a present we like it's like one gets one because my family's so small it kind of works that way yeah um, yeah for sure so yeah it's it's, it's a good time that's awesome nice. and you chris yeah we did we had something similar like we just went up to halliburton or wilbur well mm-hmm. halliburton county home of the huskies you know what i'm saying uh we were in um wilberforce so like between halliburton and bancroft where my folks live and uh yeah it was good i mean it you know it's it's a nice drive it's only a couple hours from our place Mm -hmm. um but you know me i'm like such a geek for like the fall like you know robin and i are are rolling out with our pumpkin spice lattes in hand and you know like looking at like the leaves changing color like i love all that shit if it were, if it were possible for me to live like in the boonies or at least like live in an area with that type of like foliage, I'm there. I'm not even yeah. thinking twice about that. It's um, fun. Like we're, we're in it though. Like when I, when I started work, they're like, you're in Barrie. And this was like back in like at the end of September, they're like, how far North is that? Have the leaves started changing? And I was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, it's a different like climate. A, I was like, there's a Barry sign in Toronto. Like it's not that far away. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's funny. You know, it's so funny you say that because I was on a, a client call the other day that was like very similar where I'm like, yeah, I live in Barrie and they're like, Oh, any, any, uh, any restaurant recommendations? I'm like, Oh yeah. I ever heard of Kelsey's. They have two East side Mario's. <laughs> yeah. And Chris is a frequent flyer at both of them. So, um, <laughs> But yeah, no, it's, it's really sweet. I mean, like, listen, I love Barry. Um, I mean, at some point or another, I'm sure I'll have to move a little bit further south, but um, it would be my preference to stay in an area where I can see the stars at night to see you, you guys go. know them a little bit uh, sentimental that way, but yeah. you're romantic um, about the weather. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. I love the weather and it's pissing rain right now. Um, so that I could live without, but well, it's, um, it's blue skies in Oshawa. So, I mean, uh, it's the, the fog rolling in over the yeah, bay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. over, over the spirit of Halloween. <laughs> um, Thomas, are you guys doing anything for Halloween? Like, I know we'll probably record before Halloween. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. What are you guys doing? Yeah. Like doing, doing something or like, what are we actually, cause this is the first time we'll have not, we'll be not in an apartment. So I know we'll that's actually, what I'm asking. We'll actually have uh, kids. Uh, just let the let the wizard, the wheelchair, and the bunny guy just hang out in your driveway. Oh my and then... god! I I am scared of what he's gonna do to like kid. Oh, okay, that sounded bad. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, let's, but, let's uh, back that one up a little bit. Yeah, like he's. But gonna it makes sense. Out, sit outside and like cast spells. Um, <laughs> have a have a full outfit, a shaman outfit. Um, no, but I don't know. Like it, it'll we'll have to get candy and stuff and um it is weird because it's like are we because now i have actually had to pay attention to like the covid protocol of this of stuff like that um yeah and i don't know if like yeah they said like kids aren't supposed to say trick-or-treat or something um they're not so yeah that i don't know i saw it as a cp24 while i was waiting for the train um what are they supposed to say no like not say anything because like it spreads like when you talk, you're you're like breathing out or whatever. I don't know. Oh man, that's tough. It's, it seems like the le- like the it, it is like a thing, but I guess, but like it's it seems so very small. Um, 
but yeah i, yeah. I don't know I, I don't know what route or just like leave a bowl up there and just hang out but yeah, yeah. do you guys have any plans because this that's, is i think what i think yeah. that's what we're doing yeah just well a bowl? i don't well so yeah you can get a bowl which i think is easy right like you just go and pick up some candies and you know um put them in a bowl <clears throat> i think that's a good mo- like a good move but the challenge is, is you'll get like these little kids that are like kind of pricks like I was growing up. Yeah. They'll take way more candy than they're supposed to. And there's no real way of vetting it. But apparently you can get these um, like Halloween decorations that like um, you like. And, and now that I'm even thinking about it or talking about it out loud, like prob- this probably doesn't work either. But like you could like you hit something and the candy comes out. Oh, like a- that would- oh yeah like a dispenser almost right but like now if the kids can't even say trick or treat then i don't want a bunch of kids touching this thing and potentially getting someone sick right so i don't know man i might just like put the candy out um there is no point of me not even a little bit that wants to like answer the door every 30 seconds with puck barking and freaking oh my out God, yeah so i think i'm just gonna put it at the like in my garage or like kind of my garage adjacent on a table and um like Robin's working. So, um, like you guys know, like I'm a big, I'm a big horror movie guy. Like, um, I'm going to probably just chill and watch some spooky movies. Like got to watch 1978 Halloween, the OG. Um, and you know, this has been a good month for me. Like a lot of people are probably wondering like, you know, boys, like where, why have you guys not recorded? And the truth is, is that you know, every October AMC has Fear Fest going on. So there's horror movies on 24-7. So I haven't really, uh, you know, had the urge to do uh, the same fucking season preview that you've heard on 10 other podcasts. Uh, and that's why we haven't recorded. At least that's why I haven't recorded from my perspective. Uh, do you guys have any good excuses for why it's been so long? Or do you want to just go with that one? We can go um, with that one. Yeah, easily. That, that's fine. Or just like being honest and being like, I didn't want to think about hockey for like a, a couple of weeks before the actual season started. Take like a, you need a break. You need, the, you the, need a break. Yeah, for sure. You need it's, a break. It's the preseason. Like I had to like get off Twitter and Reddit and stuff like that during this preseason. And I, I even had to stop watching preseason hockey. Cause I was like, this is getting too ridiculous. Like, yeah. Like it's, well, it's I, are I already so, like people are on, on track for 168 goal seasons. <laughs> And people are like their cup projections and like all the all the yahoos come out for preseason. So yeah. I I respectfully declined preseason hockey this year. Yeah, that's that's pretty simple enough. And and it kind of goes along with like I was gonna say, I've been so in my like Canadian hockey bubble um that I didn't even realize most American yeah. teams don't even televise most of their preseason. The wild only had yeah, the wild yeah, only is- had two yeah. preseason games actually televised one and another one was on youtube um and i think another one was available just on like their app like the bally sports app or whatever um right so it's like it's that's four out of six that you could watch if you had all those different things and that's still more yeah. than like they usually do usually they only do two out of six actually on tv and it's usually towards the end is it yeah yeah do they uh the because i know like the traverse city tournament is quite yeah. popular um uh, which which um 
which uh, kind of preseason loop do the Wild they, fall they into? Usually, like other teams in they the usually Central? do Traverse City. Um, they did. They didn't. Yeah, that's what year. I was gonna say. They just did two games, two yeah. rookie showcase games against with the with Chicago. They just did like uh, with yeah. the Blackhawks. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, it's it's. I feel like it's just. Yeah, too I mean, much. and it's I just like too much. Like it's just. It's honestly just like, it's, it has the feeling of like you really want to watch something again, but also like, if you wanted to make it special, it should be like. Or if you want to like get something out of it, other than like looking at watching these players for the first time in a couple months, then like, I don't know, keep on doing like, I know it's hard right now, but like the global series or whatever, like having, having like three preseason games overseas or something, or like, I feel like, yeah, I think those are like other sports do it. Well, I feel like, like soccer, their preseason is usually in a whole different country. Like they just like literally just go like Liverpool was in Austria. And just played like four games against Austrian teams, um, and it's, it's like it's a good way to get people fired yeah, up. Yeah, and it's right? like and the, that stuff is just available on their own little in like internal TV broadcast, so it's not like on Sportsnet or whatever. Like it's, I feel like right. it, if people want to watch it, they can. But also, there's like you don't like you have to understand that it's like it's just preseason. You don't you're not like overanalyzing and you're not like taking systems away and you're not like oh this player is playing with this player yeah. so this is what the line's gonna be like it's just like it's pure just like watching hockey again kind of thing yeah no for sure <sighs> yeah. yeah it's it's pretty it's just it's a lot it's a lot and and like i also think like people are like insane when certain players get like sent down <laughs> I'm reading this shit about like Jeremy McKenna. Oh, yeah. He keeps coming up on the podcast. People are like, what do you, what do you mean? Jeremy McKenna has got sent down. And then he got sent down to the growlers this past week. And I'm like, yeah, this, this is what happens with players. Is he, how old this is, is he? This is, a is he like 21? He's no, I think he's like 23, 24 okay. or something like that. And he's a good player. Like, don't get me wrong. I, like, and that's the thing, like, no one over evaluates or over yeah over indexes maybe i don't know the, the right way to say it but like their own prospects like team uh, like play, or, oh my god talk. like fans of that team i can't talk but i think it's even price. more so with the least um, it might just be in our own little bubble of being in the gta but i feel like it's just so yeah. concentrated like the average wild fan isn't paying attention to who's on iowa like i don't even know iowa's roster I like the Heartlanders, sorry, the ECHL. Um, and like, and yeah. the Wild, it's like, I don't know who's going to be playing on their fourth line. Like, they have their top prospects yeah. and they have like DeWar and stuff. And like, I'm not, I don't know. It's just like, whatever. It's like the typical. I think it's just because there's, there's, there's such a close, I think in the States, it's, it's so common for like a team to have their farm team be like across the continent yeah, or like that, that's, things like that. So there's a lot of the time it's, it's like a, it's a cultural, like, or it's like a geographically cultural thing. Like, because like the Marlies are basically like a, a walk away. Like you can see, yeah. yeah, you can see Rico from Scotia and vice versa. And so a lot of the time, like, and, and then the ticket prices that are driven up as well. So a lot of the time, like people will go to a, a Marlies game over a hat or a, a Leafs game just out of um 
out of yeah, necessity of price and then they like get attached yeah. to these like names that go up and down yeah. and up and down because they see them like on yeah, the tv of the games they can't afford and so there there comes this like culture of like the two teams are kind of interchangeable from viewership and fandom right just because of proximity it, it might be carter's well yeah it's, it's definitely that. i completely agree. like it's yeah and that's like and that's uh that factor is like lessening i feel like in the states more like um like whatever the whole utica deal like the devils now have utica instead yeah. of the canucks um because they're closer and every year yeah. there's some like change that um teams are getting closer to each other but i do maybe it's just like from like a sports media perspective that's a thing to cover if you really want to start up where in the states they basically have like high school football college football like all those like all those more like if you want to get into that industry or whatever and start tweeting about like lines or tweeting about practice squads or whatever there's other opportunities to like work your way up through bigger sports so like like high school football or whatever or like or paying attention to whatever like lacrosse or some other shit um where i feel like up in here in yeah. canada like especially in just the major markets of like toronto montreal vancouver it's basically just hockey you're focusing on like that and all it's like all it's yeah. like, junior teams and the like minor teams and stuff like it's just yeah yeah and and you know, I say all of this to say, like, trust me, I'm very dialed into who's getting called up and who's getting sent down. I just think that through the lens of the preseason, like specific to Carter's point, like people just go insane. Like, yeah, yeah you can have a great prospect who like, like, uh, I don't know, let's look at like the Leafs, like Vitaly Abramov, right? He's this guy that's starting to become a bit of a brand name, like won the, the Q championship you this mean past Mikhail, season right? with uh, Victoriaville. Yeah, Vitaly, what did I say? The sense guy. Uh, Vitaly, that's the other Abramov. Yeah, he doesn't. He plays <laughs> in the KHL now. Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. I got the wrong Abramov. I'm gonna call Rose right now. <laughs> no, don't, don't tell them, dude. Don't tell them. Um, yeah, I meant, I meant Mikhail Abramov. Um, but see, I knew where he played in junior, so like, I got to get the points back, right? Like, I'm probably net net. You know, like I'm not a a, a minus one. You know what I'm yeah, trying yeah, to say? Yeah. But how many points did he have, bro? It's, it's, it's weird. He had a lot of points. Oh. He was so he was so good, and he he'll be a good player, right? But at the same time, like I think there's this there's this rush, right, where we see guys like um, who really impressed me, uh, Mason McTavish, oh, yeah. right? Like with with Anaheim the other night, like that kid yeah. is so good. Cole Sillinger also super good, and sometimes they can break into the lineup in a particular role and, and do a good job on their team. But like more often than not, these kids need like three, sometimes more years um, in a development program. And, you know, it's, it's you're talking my language, Chris. Well, you're talking about like Iowa, for example, like the Heartlanders and I, or, or no, sorry, they're in that's the ECHL. It's Iowa. They're right? both, both Iowa. Of the minor yeah. teams are in Iowa. Yeah, that's right. So like I think that that stuff is brilliant and and you know obviously Toronto biased here but like it was really Toronto that started having this ECHL program like starting with the Newfoundland Growlers really become like a double a type system like they have in baseball right where they can you know monitor a guy bring him up um, have him play a couple of games with the Marlies and often they can't play on the Leafs because they've got AHL contracts but 
you know, it's, it's, it's a really great way to do it. And, and like, you know, that's how Justin Hall started, mm-hmm. like, you know, there's, there's my uh, Minnesota thing for today. Got that out there. Good, good and good. Um, but like, it's, it's one of those things where it, like, it's, it's really refreshing to see other programs do it. Right. Minnesota's doing it. I know the Habs are doing it. They've got a new uh, ECHL oh, yeah. team in uh, Trois-Rivières. Um, and we're seeing it happen more and more, right. Where I, I just think it's a, it's a great way. And Carter, like you brought up such a good point. And, and like, I hadn't even thought of that. Like some of these games are so cost prohibitive that, yeah, they fall in love with players on the Marlies mm-hmm. or they fall in love with players, um, you know, in a place like Newfoundland where there isn't really a whole lot of other hockey going on. That's, that's the main attraction just geographically. So yeah, great point, Carter. I, I completely agree with you. I, I hadn't thought about it that way before. Um, but it's true. Like there was a season where I probably went to like 20 Marley's games. And I think I went to like maybe two leaf games that year. Um, just because it's, you know, in some cases, like you look at a team that has like a stacked AHL team, like the, the Marley's did the year where they had Hyman, they had Janssen, they had Nylander, they had Dermott. Um, it was either the year they won the Calder cup or the year before they won. And, like I'd go to those games over leaf games all day. Cause those are the players that I'm the most excited about. But anyways, but, yeah, it's progress is not always linear. So it, you know what I mean? Development's yeah. not always linear. And while we talk about like ticket prices, so I was talking to BSH Slack and like, they're talking about going to the game. Like a lot of people went to the game yesterday, but I feel like it's just so much more accessible to like actually go to games in the States. Like, it's just like even a big, yes. big market, like the flyers, like literally, uh, I think a bigger population technically than Toronto. Um, like, it's just like, it's they're like their tickets aren't that much more expensive or, or actually less expensive than the Leafs. They're like, it's just the whole idea of um, being able to actually go to that NHL game other than, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Oh, fucking no. No, I get where yeah. you're coming from. And like, Carter, I think you're the type of person that just like enjoys the atmosphere at games. Like you went to a couple of the Habs rallies, if I remember correctly, last year when they were, you know, crushing it in the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. You don't even necessarily need to be into the game, like in physically into the game to kind of enjoy it and just be with kind of like-minded fans, right? Which I think is really cool. Yeah, like I, I, I'll go to any hockey game. Like it doesn't matter like the team or or like where it is, like as, as long as you're in a rink, there's something, there's something special about being in a rink and uh, COVID has definitely like given me like a new appreciation, like for how much, like I, I hold that like as a sacred place, you know what I mean? Like not, or being away from it for the longest time, like ever in my life. Right. So it's um, getting, maybe COVID's like reintroduced that we'll see a, a larger appreciation and fandom, like from those, people who would have prior or prior to this, like not gone to those games, right. Or not even paid attention to something other than what's on TV or in front of them. Yeah. I think Chris froze. No, I didn't (laughs) froze. I was, I was ordering, I didn't didn't freeze. I was ordering my Tim Hortons coffee. I was about to roast you. Oh, you were oh no, do it. What were you going to say? <laughs> Let's get it going, bud. 
<laughs> just because we slandered Thomas. Yeah, okay. Chris is always going off like, about fucking tell Chris, or some shit. And yeah, yeah. Chris was yeah. like, Cooper was like, tell Chris I, I ran into him at the grocery store. He had two carts. Oh my god, I did not have two carts. That that guy's such a piece of shit. Did he? So it's funny because that guy's um, such a piece of shit. I so this is like kind of uh hold on, hold on. Like then, a, then then his friend when they left, he's like, was that the Halloween candy guy? <laughs> oh my god, actually. Yeah. That's so how does he know that story? Because I literally tell everybody that story, whether or not they know. You know, I tell everyone that story. And now Cooper tells everyone that story. I love it. Uh, Oh, he's there. Oh, that's so funny. I, uh, (laughs) two cards joke is so funny. He loves the two cards. Sometimes when life dumps and go back and play that bit. Yeah, Coop said whenever he's having like a bad day, he just goes back to October or our Halloween episode at about 13 minutes in and. (laughs) Oh my Pulls him out of a slump for the day. That's so funny. Dude, so Cooper can tell you, we were in line at Zares getting our getting our groceries for the week. And this guy sits in our cart, like goes to like sit in our cart. And I start like <laughs> I, under my breath. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And then I realized it was Cooper. <laughs> and holy shit, it was so funny. Hi there. It's going to be on debit, please. Thanks. There, we um, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Yeah, you guys got what you wanted. Thank you. Oh my god! Um, but it's funny. So I know we're going to kind of go off track a little bit here, but hopefully you guys get where I'm coming from. So I, so anybody who like really knows me, like you guys obviously know me super well. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. Um, no, like I, I, I've always been like a pretty big guy, I would say. Um, and I used to be and I like to a degree still am and like kind of self-conscious about my weight like I've, I've kind of always been like that and the last like month almost two months I've been going to the gym like every basically every day like going like four to five times a week going to the gym and uh you know kind of doing my thing and I've actually lost a little bit of weight which is awesome yeah you're and I I think that uh, like I, I know there's still work to, to go for me and like you know I, I want to uh, like just overall be healthier and you know I think I'm doing it all for the right reasons and so on and so forth but the funny thing is is that I used to like when I'd eat poorly I'd be so angry at myself I'd be like oh man did you really need to eat that like you know I, I would I would really beat myself up about it and now when I eat bad I just go well I went to the gym four times this week I can I can have a breakfast sandwich from Tim Hortons and not feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's funny because jokes like about my weight used to like really bum me out sometimes. But now that I know, you know, when you're actively working on something, you can kind of laugh with people. You know what I'm saying? And I kind yeah. of, uh, that's why I like that two carts joke because um, like, I think that type of shit is so funny. <laughs> That's also yeah, like, I can, like the, the relationship I between you guys. The relationship between you guys. Little, little cuts under the belt, right? Oh, I thought, well, yeah. But see, it, it wouldn't bother me enough that I'd say anything about it. But uh, <laughs> Cooper, Cooper saying fucking two parts. It's so funny. Do you remember when your dad went over your house? This is probably the best, one of the best jokes your dad's ever said. I uh, when, It was when you first became vegan. 
And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, like I, I kind of dabbled in veganism like early on in my life. And your dad goes, yeah, right. You were vegan. You look like you ate a vegan. <laughs> yeah. So now, you know, yeah, no, yeah. Now you where he gets it. Like the, Oh my God. Apple and no, tree. But, right. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, it's, it's funny, man. Like I, uh, I'm in the gym working on my fitness, listening to Fergalicious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's kind of been I'm where it's at. I don't know You're, why we went on this tangent. Unprompted. I, I we'll chat on the phone. He's like, "Oh, I'm just coming home from the gym. It's 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 hard shit building the habits, and it's um it's harder it's harder building habits when you have hills to climb, and that's yeah. why those that's why those prospects are so important to watch so early on in these small communities. Yes, tie it back, baby. Tie and it that's, back. And that's. <laughs> and you know the funny thing is the other thing that i i mean this wasn't a narrative that i really picked up on but uh, maybe either of you guys did was every year there's always players that come into training camp like fat or like a little bit overweight or like where they're like not not where they'd like to be um and the funny thing is is that that athlete who comes in like 20 or 30 pounds overweight is probably more actively fit than like 90% of the population, it feels like. Oh, 100%. He's got the walking weight. So as soon as it, it flips over, that's he's he's gone, right? And, you know, the other thing too is, is now that the Leafs have Nick Ritchie, <laughs> like I've got a big boy that I can kind of model my life after. You know what I, I mean? Know. Exactly. I mean, I I know. This, look, at, look at his photo from uh, Boston's, um, like their headshots from last oh, year with the smile that he has. Serious. And put it side by side with my smile. It's the same person, guys. Yeah, it's exactly the same person. person. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna look now. I know. I, lo- I love. I love looking at Nick Ritchie because Nick Ritchie looks like, um, like, if someone someone was like, show me a picture of a hockey player. He looks yeah. like someone who has no idea what a hockey player looks like would think a hockey player <laughs> looks like. It's I so love easy. Nick Ritchie. Oh, my God. He, oh he's he was like insane. He was like the big standout for me. And like, I mean, he's going to be playing in the top six all year with the Leafs. So that's awesome. Thomas, did you have a standout player from watching the wild that you were like, oh yeah, this guy's, this guy's the real deal. And Carter, same question. But Um, I actually really liked Connor Dewar Um, outside of, well, Adam Beckman's its own thing. I feel like, and maybe just because I'm in my little wild bubble is that he's just getting talked about a lot. Um, So it might just seem like, like redundant to talk about him so maybe our audience is different but Adam Beckman is like insane um he is just like able to get pucks on net no matter what I feel like and outside of like what he thought what everyone thought he was was like this very like kind of little scorer whatever kind of guy like he got a bunch of points in the WHL he led this whole CHL in scoring um and uh two years ago is draft plus one year um and won the mvp in whl and everything and it's like oh yeah this guy's like a good junior player but we'll see like he's still below like boldy and rossi i feel like in prospects and honestly he showed that he's like right up there like with them he was fucking incredible um and as like an older and he's so he was able to play in the hl last year and he i think he got like 14 points in 21 games or something like that 14 and 19 as like a 19 year old um so now he's able to play like full his first full season professionally um so it'll be really fun to see him and i think he's playing with rossi early on um 
but yeah and then dewar honestly as like an older guy i think he's 22 um as like someone that could be like the next man up he fucking skates like like incredibly like he i feel like his straight ahead speed is like very 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 good um his agility is not the best but i feel like just the wild needs someone that'll like kind of just wreck your shit and be able to beat the pucks um along the boards and everything but uh yeah those are the two guys i guess outside of like the obvious ones let's talk about beckman just for a quick second because i think that that's a, a pretty big you know talking point what were your what were your thoughts on how he played and kind of where everything kind of ended up? Yeah, I, like like I said, I think he's honestly right up there with Boldy and Rossi as like prospects. Like maybe not the same ceiling because like the, both those guys could have like first line easily minutes and everything. And but I think Beckman could like have a career that is honestly like it's just capable of being a middle six winger for like for eternity like uh, Alice Hemsky or something like just like a dude that will always just be there and be able to play on your power play. Um, and I hate comparing prospects to actual like players and, um, and just like projecting them when they're like 21 years old, but it's, it's uh, I honestly think, yeah, like he'll be the next man up. Like people were calling him calling for him, like to make the team over Brandon Duheim who did make it, but yeah. Duheim's 24. So he's a little bit older. And I feel like, and right. the thing with the wild is that they wanted more of a role for their fourth line. Cause if, if one of those guys made it like a Beckham Boldy, Boldy was unfortunately injured or Rossi made it, then they would have to reshuffle their whole like top nine kind of thing. Like they'll have to change pieces around um, and kind of mess up their chemistry. They're really big on chemistry. Everson is. Um, right. Right. So yeah. I've just, yeah, so I think it was just an easier decision to go with Duheim to make it on the fourth line because they could just like slot him in there and just easily. Um, but yeah, I think Beckman is honestly like he's gonna just I think he's gonna tear up the AHL this year, and you'll honestly see him in the NHL within a couple months. Like I don't with Rossi, it's a little bit different because of the health thing and because of his conditioning and just want to make sure that he could play professional hockey. Where Beckman's already played a handful of games for the AHL Wild and if he plays another more to make it like 30 or 40 or 50 games total, then I think you've seen enough from him of what he can do. And he should just make the team, like, especially that the wild need more offense. And that was even last night. Um, so we're talking on Saturday just before the wild play their second game. But like last night, they like, they were yeah. unrelenting offensively, but they just didn't like have that finish that I feel like Beckman could provide. And like that mid range kind of shooting like Beckman, scored his goals in close during the preseason, but he does have that like shot that can get through defenses from that mid range, like around the face off dot kind of thing. Um, that's not like a yeah. lot of players that the wild have on their roster right now. I love it. That's some expert analysis say? from you, Thomas. I, what can I say? I, I, have to, uh, I, I, I just appeared on a wild podcast. Can you tell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, if you had to rank uh, the hockey wilderness writers in order from best to worst, um, but let's kick that uh, off. Chris and Killingsworth. why is I Jenna um, number one? Sorry, what? Oh. I said, and why is Jenna number one? Yeah, um, everyone's number one in my heart. Oh, that's not what you were saying about Smitty, but okay. Anyways, we'll save that for another time. That's fine. That's fine. Hey, are we going to get them on soon? I thought we talked yeah. about getting some... Uh, 
HDEB's HDEB I think Ben uh, talked about it, and then we could get Smitty and Jenna and everyone kind of on. I actually just added a new writer, um, Jeff. But uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's a good team I have, so it'll be fun. But yeah, we'll get people on. Yeah, I love that. Chill. Yeah, I think it would be good. I, I love all the the H Dub peeps. We gotta gotta make it happen mm-hmm. at some point or another. Uh, Carter, anybody stand out um, for you with the with the Habs? Um, I don't know. It's they they kind of padded their lineup with all these old guys, and so it's like like picking up Paquette and Pro mm-hmm. and um like they're just kind of they're not they're kind of like adding a and like Savard and stuff like that they're like adding a bit of a ceiling to their their team from the start you know what I mean like in regards to Laval cracking or Trois-Rivières for fuck's sake Three Rivers the Lions cracking the the ceiling uh I was trying to be cultured and I'm way too out of it to be cultured this morning um but, uh, um yeah i don't know it was it's like obviously nice to see like evans and joanne playing back in the lineup it's nice to see um romanov and like how he's making an impact on that for like on that pairing um with petrie there and then um obviously i was i think i was most excited to see how dvorak would fit in um and what kind of impact he would make and it's it's cool to see um christian dvorak in a in a Habs jersey so it's uh yeah no it's been it's been it's been fun it's like obviously the goaltending is like what you think of but Allen's been stepping up to the plate um so as long as we can just kind of lean on him a bit more then I'm sure we'll be fine but yeah it's they just kind of padded things with older talent so you're just kind of more excited to see the names um that you wanted to see show more of a a responsibility like showing their responsibility and then obviously it's sick to see that we picked up Dvorak yeah that's my that's my habs right do you think they'll make the playoffs <laughs> um should we do a set quasi preview I know Chris didn't want to but he he seems to be gone um yeah I don't know we'll we'll see how they do like it's it's uh they've had a bit of a rough start just finding finding their groove you know what i mean like they they didn't they didn't have an exciting preseason and they have not had an exciting start to their season um but it's i think they're just they're getting their uh they're getting their sea legs like a lot of people um like don't realize like it's a hard thing like actually having to travel for games now and not just um and not just play within mm. your set division anymore, right? Like it's people are crossing borders, people are crossing time zones. Well, I guess the Canadian team crossed yeah. more time zones than anybody did this year. Um, but it's going back to travel and cross border play and stuff like that. That's gonna be that's gonna take a lot on any team, right? So um, it's it's funny. A lot of a lot of young uh, or a lot of like unassuming outliers have come out of like the preseason and the and the start of the season in regards to teams as a whole, like it's been, it's been equally as like exciting as it has been disappointing, like in regards to like popular and unpopular narratives. Right. Yeah. It's tricky, especially like with a team like the Habs, like they should be trying to bank as many points as possible, like early on, you know, like 
where every point yeah especially with old old yeah. talent like that's gonna burn out yeah like they the they i don't know what they can do really but it's just like every point really matters with them other than like aside from the leafs where i feel like they can brush off like a five game losing streak or something in the middle of the season and just yeah, like absolutely bounce back somewhere else but yeah i feel like the habs if the habs were to make it in the atlantic they just really need to like i don't know take over from over some teams i feel like yeah yeah, yeah absolutely Chris, are you there any yeah yeah i'm sorry i dropped <laughs> off for a second there um did uh i gotta get going here momentarily um i just wanted to put it out there to you guys before we record next week or whatever that's like um were there any like kind of standout teams in like the first couple of games or you know maybe not standout teams but standout players that stood out to you guys uh, in the first few games here that we wanted to talk about just while we uh before we wrap i think from watching sen's leafs uh last night that shane pinto has looked really fucking good and i think the sens are yeah will i think the sens honestly might battle the habs for like a final wild card potentially like the Sens have been really impressive to me. I don't know. It, it might just be like playing the Leafs and that kind of voodoo, but like, um, I think the yeah. Sens are just like they're they keep on getting shelled in that like tier with Buffalo and Detroit in the in the Atlantic and like other teams like Arizona and um, Columbus and stuff. But I think they're a way like a tier way above. Like I think, I think they will make a giant step and if they make like they could they could make the playoffs and i wouldn't be surprised it'd be like a really great story just to see them get that final wild card spot but like just everything about them like they're steadily just adding these guys like the even though like their goaltending is fucking rough but like even their blue line like josh brown is fucking shit but like it's and zaitsev is bad but like Shabbat, Mete, and Artem Zub, like I would take those guys in a heartbeat. Like those three yeah. on Zub yeah, is really so, like, good. It's just those, like it's just the mid, like building steadily in that foundation. Like Alex Formanton is contributing, Drake Batherson, like um, they got Shane Pinto now to round at their top six center. Josh Norris took a huge step last year and is easily like a number one center. And then like, and then you still have Colin White, still have and then Kachuk's coming and like all the just this steady. Like, and I didn't even mention Tim Stutzel at all. Like, it's just this, like, steady building of, like, not super high-end prospects, but, like, just very solid guys that if they all collectively take a step in the right direction, that I wouldn't be surprised if they get that final yeah. wild card spot. Yeah, well, I can And this is, all, this is all something that ha- started happening, like, a month out yeah. from the end of the season yeah. last year, though. Like, it's – it was – like, this has been a long time in the making. They, they had a great summer. Um, or they must have had a great summer, like continuing off of that upswing, right? Like it's, and I, I was thinking to myself, like going in into this season, like not just to play off of what you're saying, Thomas, but like Ottawa is going to be a team this year, which is surprising. Like, cause I've ne- those words have never come out of my mouth. <laughs> For like a decade. Yeah. I think <laughs> that so. the Kachuk thing is, is important mm-hmm. too, right? Like getting that deal done um, was obviously super important to that franchise and, I mean, he's the captain for me. Like, I mean, it's definitely going to happen. Um, as someone who loves the Leafs, not loving um, having to play him for the next, 
you know, seventy. Did, did you see That's him? Not going to be him hype up the crowd. After no, I didn't. I was a little so late to like, the game. It was like the first like whistle or whatever. He like came out when it was like by yeah. like on the concourse, basically by like where the band plays or whatever. Like the trues was were playing, um, and he like yeah he was saw, there yeah. and just basically like was waving and just like doing his like celebration, the like pumping fish thing in the air, um, and just like waving to yeah. the crowd and like in his most like goofy like. Just moshing yeah. the whole time. Goofy, like, guy from the Goonies-looking face uh, way. Yeah. Wow, that's disrespectful. Um, was like, it, yeah. Boys, I got to uh, I, I gotta go. So you guys can keep this this train moving. Um, I just wanted to say that Mason McTavish and Cole Sillinger, uh, Mason McTavish, for sure, was a player that I thought might be able to step in just because of his size and the type of game that he has. I was not expecting Cole Sillinger to make the team. Uh, for Columbus, but he's been really impressive yeah. as well. So those are my two. Cool. Carter, do you want to keep it yeah. running or should we just like doesn't matter. Those are short. Yeah, and sweet. I feel like it's this really is, um, I don't there's not much to ho- talk yeah. about. Like it's it's um like this I, I feel like on paper this talks are scrapping on this like during this preseason and um start to the season. I don't think on paper it's very indicative of how the season is going to go, right? Yeah, we'll yeah. get a better feel so I, I, next yeah. week or the week after, for sure. Maybe this this cold open can just be like not a not a real episode. It was just three boys hanging out while Chris got uh, coffee. Well, I feel gas. like that could just be every episode. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it really could be. But there's yeah, no be, washer dryer teaser. going on. Yeah, this is the teaser. Anyways, <laughs> now we're, chat, we're we'll, we'll teasing episode soon. 93 or whatever the fuck episode. We're on. All right, okay. I'll talk to you guys you later. Guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Later, See boys. You boys. Bye.